What's up, guys? This is one of the most five important writers on Earth, according to Terrius Nash, The Dream. And you are now listening to Two Belts Podcast. Subscribe, like, share, do all that cool shit. Yo, suck my man's dick. What a what a Thursday evening, my friend. We are starting this podcast at four forty four p.m. Illuminati. That's, that's live, baby. We are here, episode one hundred thirty eight of the Two Bells Podcast. I'm Jamil. I'm Carlos. And yeah, you were listening to us and shit. Yeah. This might not be the first time you listen to us this entire week. <laughs> Yo, that's for the surprise. Who knows? But you know, we, yeah, continuity. We're doing things. Um. Yeah, it's a, you know. It was oh, a, it I was love a, this hoodie, son. And you barely ever, he's, he's got the Schoolboy Q hoodie, and it's like, what was it? This, what album came out at this time? Oxymoron. Oxymoron, because, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty much a, uh, it says, you know, Schoolboy Q, and it says Blank Face. No, no, it was Blank Face, I'm sorry. Oh, it's um, Blank Face. And it says, like, we know conversate with the hate, like, on the back and shit. I don't wear it that often because it's getting small. I might actually give small. this shit up. Yeah, I might give it up. Like it's, it's I get. Uh, I'll wait for another TDE gonna, tour. Yeah, it's gonna be like your merch. girlfriend's hoodie. Yeah, I guess now that I put it in the universe, yes. But um, we're here, we're live. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say, shout to the dream for acknowledging my article mm-hmm. that I did on him a month ago for this is R and B dot com on the tenth anniversary of Love Hate. Mm-hmm. Everyone liked it. Yeah. Um, he's like so finally someone who understands. Yeah, he said it. Hey, All right, so it's gonna be bad. I just picture him in the front of like, a, like in the front of a digital piano with like a Phantom of the Opera mask. Like, oh, someone understands. Apparently, one a person on his team found it and then showed it to him, and then I guess he did read it, um, or he may have not have been. But he he pretty much said like, "Yo, where is this article ten years ago?" I was like, "Yo, it takes time for you know." Yeah, people, yeah some people shit. do not appreciate whatever yeah. you put out. We like don't appreciate first... it because it came out the same week as Bow Wow and Omarion's Face Off and Birdman's Five Star whatever album. Like it, it's hard to appreciate. Like it came out at the end of a year. I feel like that's when like labels are doing like they're like, okay, we're dumping this shit out like. It's here, but we're not really paying attention to it. It was like one of the last releases of the year. Like it was. Can you imagine if you touched his heart so much? He's like in the studio, just making fire. Nah, I don't think it is because that that nigga is wealthy. Originally, mm-hmm. the originally the opening line I had for that article was "fuck." What did I have? I had the dreams not rich. He's wealthy, and then it was mm-hmm. going to go on to this entire thing because he is wealthy. Like even when he talked about it in this thing, and and there's a clip about, on it on my Instagram. You can watch it at Meals TV. I cut it off because then he went into this very, like, wild, like, wealthy tangent of just, like, luxury automobiles and ex- comparing that to why greatness of love-hate isn't appreciated today. And it is, you know, wasn't appreciated then and it is appreciated today. So is he, he compa- He's comparing that via luxury automobiles? Yeah, he's comparing, like, oh, you got the 2008 Mercedes, but, like, nothing, like, compares to, like, the 1967 Volkswagen to bring like some you know some shit like that some very wealthy shit it's just the man's very rich 
wears a lot of hats, literally, like mm-hmm. just hats on deck. He got Mr. Monopoly hats. He got like <laughs> Crocodile Dundee hats. He got those type of hats. Right. But shout out to thisisrmb.com for believing in me and the article that I chose. And I'll say that because I pitched it to more than one place before we went to the and I I always knew this and this is R&B would post it that's we, right other publications suck my man's dick right so I was just like I always knew they would post it and I actually I mean I always knew they would post it but sometimes there's like a bigger audience with different websites like this is R&B just for an R&B audience I wanted this to sort of reach the masses but you know what it was fine the way it did um I pitched it to a lot of a lot of websites and a lot of websites did not take it and a lot of websites chose just not, we're not featuring this, we don't want to do R&B, we don't have money to pay for people, blah, 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 blah. That's um, whack. That's one of, like, the pillars of music right now. Yeah, and then it's like, I was going through a period where I was just getting like, damn, like, no one's accepting my pitches? Like, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, yo, that shit is wild. It's making me, like, not want to write anymore. And then I was like, you know what? This is getting out, because this has been a year and a half in the making. I knew I was going to write this article from, like, last summer. Mm-hmm. Like the summer before last summer, like I knew I was gonna write this article when the ten year anniversary was coming up, and I was just like, "You were counting it down. You're like, damn, it's nine years." I knew. I I've been new since like 2006. I knew I was gonna write this article. Yeah. Like I knew when it was Usher's tenth anniversary, I was gonna write that article, which I did also on thisisrnb.com. So check that out. Even though it's an article from like four years ago now, um, when it, I knew I was gonna do it here. So you know, it's a shout to you. You know, publications who don't want to believe in, like, you know, revisiting the culture and revisiting amazing albums and amazing work and just want to rank, you know, random shit from time to time, like Cardi B lines and all this other stuff. And, you know, that's no knock to Cardi B. But, you know, I thought this was a real prominent album. Like, this was a real prominent. Like, this album had value. And here's why I showed, and I showed why it has value and all these other things. And people just weren't interested in it. So I was just, or people said that this feels like something we could do in-house and then never did it in-house. So, you know, is what it is. I'm very happy with what happened. Um, you know, it was, I feel like it all happened. Everything happens for a reason. Nigga, it's like you are interviewing you. Yeah. It's mad funny. I feel like everything <laughs> happens for a reason. And this is one of those, those reasons. And I just feel like sometimes, like, you know, the stars align, everything comes together, and this is what happened. So, mm. you know, shout out to the dream. Uh, maybe I'll do love versus money. Probably not. I don't really want to ruin the luster of just, like, writing mad, like, 10-year articles for you. But, um, yeah, Love versus Money, he had, a, he had a swath of amazing albums, and I'm glad he recognized. Because sometimes you need that. Sometimes it's like, not that you need it. Like, I don't really need anyone's, like, approval or, you know, appreciation. It's nice. I don't need it. I think um, everyone who, you know, read the article said good things about it. It's, like, one of the best things I've ever written, apparently. But, I, yeah, I didn't... Sometimes it's like I feel like it was reciprocated because it was nice for people. He thought people were finally appreciating his album, and then it's nice for him to recognize it and see people appreciate my writing. So it's kind of like this cool mutual reciprocated balance of the universe type of thing. But yeah, that was my that was my little diatribe I wanted to get off. How you been, Carlos? How's that sent to you? It's fucking smooth as shit. Smooth as shit. Smooth like, as eggs. Yeah, nigga, it's like the douce of water. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, that should be the slogan. Encentia. 
It's like cognac, but really smooth cognac. Did you hear the Henny Palooza people are now Duce Palooza? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't gonna go to the first thing. Like, I don't really care for those things. Like sure. any of those big promoted events where it's like food then party. Like any of those shits, and that really. I like food. Like the only one I go to is like chicken and beer, but that's because I know people there. But I feel like food brings you in, and then that's the party not really makes what, you it's stay. It's not really what brings me in. It's that it's like a it's like a well the general public I guess it's like a. Dance hall esque event because I feel like, like you go dance. for the music. You yeah. go for the music. Like you want the music hear and good the acts. Music. Yeah, you go for that. Like you're a student. Like you want to hear that. But I feel like people do say or Henny or pizza or whatever. They no that, because that sounds like overindulgence in one thing or like no, too much of one thing. Well, not like all at the same time. And but then like, like I know how nigga. First of all, pizza. That's wild bread and cheese. You gonna fart. Do say okay. that's like you, you're gonna have to pee or you're just gonna want to fight and fuck something. Nah, I mean I don't know. They've been rel- relatively like Henny Henny Palooza. I think has been relatively like from safe. what we know. From what I know, yeah, it's yeah, been relatively. Safe. I haven't been. I've never been. And I feel like the day I do go is gonna be the day someone gets punched in the face. But I probably wouldn't because I don't I don't drink. But, yeah. Um. Not really. Like it's not it's not alluring to me. It's mm, like okay, I understand. <laughs> it's not alluring. The Sensia Palooza. You, you're gonna go. Oh, to that? I'm gonna go to that because yeah. that means I got like a water gun full with like filtered, water? like electrolyte water. <laughs> like, oh my and I'm, god! I'm just putting it in people's mouths. Like if your vagina stinks, I'm shooting at your vagina oh to fix the pH god. balance. It's crazy. Skin, everything. Oh, everyone's gonna look so wonderful after oh a Sensia Palooza. Check the glow. Oh my god. Oh my what god. What t-shirt a Sensia contest? Oh my god, your fucking pierced nipples look amazing. <laughs> it must have been the vitamins and the pH balance. Uh huh. Um. What else is going on this week, man? Um, how's that, how's your hair journey going? Hair journey? Oh, my natural hair journey. Your natural hair journey. Oh, um, the person. How did it go after the big chop? What big chop, nigga? The big chop a number of years ago. Oh, cutting my hair off. Talk about talk about that. Like why oh, I, that I used to have hair and I didn't. So I actually was. <laughs> you try. All right, go ahead. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know that's a but that's I basic don't simply, but you know, that, yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So I cut the, my hair off because I was applying for a job interview at like a bank and they were like you know they want they wanted a certain look mind you i came in one day for the second interview and i saw a nigga with braids and then i found out i didn't get the job i was like this nigga had full ass cornrows bro and you cut your hair for that job and i was like that's crazy but i kept my hair i never i never do that again never give up my values and morals no i don't really care about the hair the hair can come and go okay like if i go bald i don't give a shit what was the worst what was the biggest like nuisance about that much hair um the drain, like the drain would get like when I whenever I would wash my hair or detangle it in the morning in like the shower, mm-hmm. it'd be like so crazy. It'd be like like I thought I was like going bald at one point because the clumps of hair would be so thick because my hair is really curly. Young Marsh Simpson over here, yeah. Um, then you big chop, and it came out beautiful. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh my god, is that Carlos? Oh my and, god!" Nigga, they, they're, it, Carlos, he cuts your t- hair. Let me tell you what it is. It's 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 not the hair. It's me. People will be <laughs> on my dick no matter how much hair is on my head or off my head or whatever the fuck is going on. Sure. It's fucking annoying. Um, and now it seems like you, you know, you're growing your hair again. No, it, it was cold and I got lazy and working five days a week means I have limited time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I can't just go anywhere I want to and then, like... By the time I get out of work, my fucking my fucking barber's gone. Like, mm. so it's like it's fucking crazy. So I, eventually, I was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna just stop cutting my hair again." Facts. Um, coconut oil. 
Yeah. Everything. Okay. All right. All right. I haven't cut my hair in very long, but my hair doesn't really grow anymore anyway. Um, what do you mean it doesn't grow anymore? Are you saying? No. I just, no, no I just. I might be shit, nigga. My hair. I know you know how long I've grow. had this type of hair for like Apparently three, four years. Apparently, they grow beards. That's wild. I was yes. like super, super be adding shit. I was. Niggas <laughs> had beards. I was like, what? Oh my god! I so I plan on starting a separate Dragon Ball Super podcast. Nigga, what? You already doing two podcasts? A but week? this isn't. This isn't gonna be like a weekly podcast. Like I'm not doing that shit. This is gonna be. I'm gonna record mad podcasts at once and release them all at the same time. Mad like episodes Netflix? at once. Yeah, like in Netflix. And then everyone you just wild. be able to digest them. Listen, no, I'm, you wild. Listen, that's it, mad shit. That's mad shit. That's like making an album. You gotta sit here and be like, "Ooh." Remember when we made a mixtape? Oh yeah, we did make a mixtape, yeah. but that was just a collection of things over time. Sure. It's not like we sat and I designated. Time. I mean, I'm gonna start. I feel like I'm gonna start next week. All right. I'm gonna start next week. I'm gonna start the recording process next week. So if you're into Dragon Ball Super, um, and you're really knowledgeable about it, um, I might give you a call. Yeah. Who knows? Um. We should probably get the shit that actually happened this week to other people. What? What actually happened? Remember, so like a few hours after we left, after recording last week, Drake decided, oh, it's scary hours. Boom. Two new singles. Two new music. Two new records. Wait, scary hour. Wait, he added more songs to scary hours. No, it's the only two songs, bro. Oh, bro. I'm talking about scary, the, scary oh, hours. The two songs. I thought they've been leaked. Those no, songs. those songs came out last week, Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a song. It didn't leak. It's just like sometimes you heard a little bit of it, like over, like, it's just really shitty quality because someone, like, periscoped it or something. <laughs> and, like, niggas was listening to it and, like, ripped it from the thing. Like, oh, man. Fucking. Uh, it sounds like audio trash. So we got, just... so we got two new songs from Drake. Which is usually the beginning of any sort of Drake, you know, season, Drake, venture, Drake, anything. Um, it's called God's Plan and God's Plan, which sounds wild like a Creed fucking album now. Um, and Diplomatic Immunity. Have you listened to any of those songs? Yes. How do you feel about it? Um, very in pocket for Drake. Very in pocket. Yeah, it's, it's standard Drake. I feel like Drake definitely does the same thing over and over again, but... It's actually good, so I, I don't really have any sort of qualms about it. Um, diplomatic immunity. Apparently dissing Joe Budden on diplomatic immunity. Who gives a fuck? I'm surprised I got the right mark immediately when the when the when the bar started. So shout out to me for not not having the patience to sit through an intro of a song. Um, yeah, I think you know, Diplomatic Community is a great Drake record. Uh, to me, God's Plan is the one though. Yeah, I feel like he he does this a lot of times where he gives his fans the ability to pick and choose which Drake they want. Choose your Drake. Choose your Drake. Um, do you like Drake with? Huh? Barbie do you like Do you or? like Roadman Drake? Do you like uh, Houston classic flow Drake? You do like you reggae artist Drake? Do you like do you like El Drake? Toronto native, Southern Houston Southern MC. Yeah, 
This is just similar. It's, it's, he's done this before. Yep. He's done this with, like, the first songs he usually drop. Like, this is in the vein of, like, his first single the over. Only thing that's usually different is the instrumental. Yeah. But in, not even enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not enough. Like, this was produced, I believe it was produced by, I want to say, Boy Wonder? Oh, God. All right. God's plan. You gotta get the you gotta get the wiki article thing up for it. Great, come on. God's plan produced by Boy Wonder, Cardo, Young Exclusive, and Noah Forty Shabib. Um, it broke Apple's first day streaming records of four point three million. With four point three million, it broke Spotify's you know first day streaming record as well. Um, oh, apparently, Diplomatic Immunity originally featured. Oh, God's plan originally featured Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. But he was removed from the song. Yeah, his DJ was playing it out, apparently. Oh, and Drake was like, you know I don't fuck with that. Really? You know I don't fuck with oh, that. Oh, because it's crazy, because, you know, when you take someone's song, it's not, oh, whatever. You know I don't fuck with that. Um, Like what he did to Fetty Wap? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like both songs, you know? It's a God's Plan, Diplomatic Community, I'm Ready for New Drake. Uh, I'm Ready for Rapping Drake. I think he's ready to be back as Rapping Drake. No, the fuck he ain't. You mean, think he's gonna go back to? He's gonna he's gonna do whatever gets him the most amount of streams and gets him in the most. He's ears. gonna get streams anyway. He's Drake. No, he's gonna, like God's plan is like literally. He's a an egotist. He's, he's a fucking egotist. God's plan is like the most like non like power single ever. Yeah, and it's supposed to debut at number one on the Billboard charts anyway. Yeah, like this is Drake. That's fine, but by he proxy wants of, more, nigga. Nah, by proxy of being Drake is enough. I don't nah, even think he, he needs to do nah, much. he wants more, nigga. I think he's going to drop a rap album. Like, I don't think he's going he's gonna to go back to the... He nah, might, but nah, he might revisit gonna, it. Cause, he's going to dip and dabble in whatever he fucking wants to do. But I feel like he's not... You want to know why? Because in his head, he wants to prove to himself that he's fucking lit, my nigga. He's, he's already proved he it. Did, no. Yes, he, he has. He hasn't proved it to himself, nigga. He's, he's fucking, 100% proved nigga, it to himself. Nigga, you see the, the... First of all, let me tell you something about light-skinned niggas, okay? Sure. It's never enough. It's it a, is never enough. All right. It is never enough. Sure. That's why he does all this shit. That's why he's on the Instagram taking pictures like this. That he wants to satisfy his ego. He wants you, you he wants those little heart eye comments on his fucking Instagram, nigga. But he gets that. He's Drake. Like He I'm gets you. that, but he doesn't have enough, nigga. And it's never enough. That's what I'm explaining to you. Nah, I feel like it is. I feel like he I feel like it is. I feel like um I feel like he sees a lot of his peers coming out with these very rabbity records and having like major success doing it mm-hmm. and he once feared that he could not do that because everyone loves singing drake so much mm-hmm. and that he could not drop a full album of just raps and he had to who said that what do you mean who said that about drake that he couldn't just drop an album full of raps he felt like he couldn't oh he felt like that he, he said felt that? like he couldn't he he was scared to do so what? he was scared to drop an album just singing Oh. Or and he couldn't. He didn't fear just dropping an album, just just rapping. And then Future did it. And then Future did it. Yeah. That's just and then he was like, uh, anything is possible. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then I think he sees like Kendrick and what he dropped, and Jay Z and what he dropped, and then it's like, yo, maybe is it time for Drake's magnum opus? No. I feel like he's fine. I feel like niggas don't need a magnum. Like what it's it's a matter of opinion. The phrase magnum opus, sure. and then it's like mad critical wop. 
Mm-hmm. Like, not critical acclaim, just critical WAP. Uh-huh. Like, it's like niggas say this album is five stars via Rolling Stone and shit like that. That shit is critical WAP because it's a bunch of white niggas judging music for black people. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, it's just like... Nah, I still think it goes back to this ego thing. But um, he'll probably drop a couple raps. I don't expect him to just stick to rap. I expect him to get, like, nah, weird... I mean, I expect him to get a little thing, but, you like, I feel like it's going to be majority raps. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe it's, uh, you know, but God's Plan mm-hmm. is set to be the number one song in the country by next week. Um, diplomatic Community will be around somewhere. Uh, <laughs> right underneath it? Yeah, really? I don't know but be underneath it, but it's it'll be around. Um, the Grammys are up on Sunday, so this is, like, great timing for him because he did not submit anything for the Grammys. So he's just like, oh, I'm just going to get number one record while you niggas get your Grammys. Like, mm. blah, blah, blah. Go to the awards. Humble stunt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're getting awards. I'm getting money. I'm mm. getting money. Hmm. Mm. Oh, they paid you at the Grammys? Oh, mm. they did? Mm. Lifetime Achievement Award? Huh? Oh. oh, well, you still cheated on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I never had a wife. Rihanna! Robin! Niggas in his trophy case. That's where I put my wife. If I had one! <laughs> That's where I put my Rihanna. If I had one! <laughs> um, I better find your love. Oh, my God. Um, we also have another sort of critical, you know, statements from a rap hey. artist. How do you feel about Joey Badass as a rapper or a person or anything in general? Do you feel um, anything for... How about, old is he again? He is... 23. Yeah, he a dickhead. 23. He's prime dickhead age. Um, I feel like you kind of st- like after about twenty five, you yeah, you got to make more adult decisions because now you can rent a car. He said rap is in a very trash state right now. That's mm-hmm. what it, that's his um, opinion on sort of uh, mm-hmm. on the rap game right now. Um, yeah, I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. I feel like people are just not making music that you like or that you enjoy. Yeah. Or that you you would compare yourself or put yourself in the same lane I think as it's very yeah. I think it's very much so that you, even though you are a very good lyricist or you might be good at songwriting, cannot compete with a different style of music that's coming out. Nor do you want to go and say, "Hey, I want to do what they're doing." So you're saying that you don't like what's going on, and you don't plan to change. You want the whole thing to change, which is fucking stupid. I agree. Because you are 23. <laughs> right. You know, Because that's saying? some very young nigga thing to say. Like, he's young, but he's not like the 18-year-old Zan heads. He's not like... Nah. He's not like... He's yes. probably looking at them, too. He's probably he's, looking yeah. at Lil Pump, Lil Zan, Lil Uzi, Lil... You know, all them fucking... Uh, yeah. And he's just like, this Velcro is, this is which, niggas. which I niggas like. Yeah, I, I don't appreciate what... He's like the kind of nigga that Joe Budden bring on his show to make other rappers now look bad. I don't think... You know what? You know what's so crazy about it? Like... I don't see how he says rapping is in a very trash state right now because he's very, he's like, he's thriving yeah, he's in this eating. period. He's eating, all his niggas are eating, he has shows, like... I don't know if he would have thrived 10 years ago, he, maybe like 25 years ago, maybe maybe even a little bit before. But even 25 years ago, niggas was doing shiny chain, shi- shiny suits and shit, yeah. he would have had to jump on the shiny suit bandwagon. Nigga mm-hmm. would have had to make a song with fucking... Oh no, rap has always been flamboyant, it's just how they choose their flamboyance. He, like he, he's to me. He's in a great space right now. I don't yeah. think he needed to say that, but no, nah, he just wanted to say that because um, he wasn't. He, like he might be making money, but he's not making headlines. And if you're not making headlines, you're not selling records to them. That's true. But he has a 
you know, he's it's I, like he could say this and then drop a song right after, and the song might not even be completely related to it. But now that he's done this, right. he drops the song, boom, perfect. I see. I think he's, you know, I think he's thriving in this moment right now. Um, Devastated just went platinum. Uh-huh. I don't think it would have went platinum, in, you know, five years ago or anything like that. So he's thriving right now. He's a very, he's fashion forward, a fashion sort of low key, like a little fashion icon or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Like I. I he has great look. He has great taste. He has great everything. Um, I think eventually your style is going to have to evolve, and you're going to adapt to the modern stylings of rap, whether you probably like it or not, or whether you want to admit it or not. Like eventually things have to evolve. Um, Kendrick, to even extent, like Kendrick, we thought Kendrick was a rapping soul ass dude, and then he drops like he jumps on, you know. He drops on trap trap tracks. He drops on you know on tracks with Rich the Kid and Frito Santana and you know half of DNA is a trap song. Like it's it's like oh no, I knew Kendrick could do that because when he came out with Backstreet's Freestyle, I was like, nah, this nigga could do like he could do anything you want. Yeah, it's cool being versatile. Yeah, it's not cool just being like super solely. You know, it is and it isn't. I don't know. That's that's just never been my lane. Like like when it came to like. New York hip hop. I was listening to like it wasn't necessarily like the most lyrical stuff, but it was like really gritty, vicious shit. He says music is the most influential force in the world. Pay attention to what's being oversaturated. It says something about the generation. Sound is a vibration. He sound like he gonna go and make a Rasta album. He might. Yeah. Joey badass line. You, did you hear Snoop was making a gospel? Joey Bodman. <laughs> right. Did you Snoop hear... is making a gospel album. Yeah, Snoop Winans. <laughs> Snoop Wine. Snoop Wine. I'm going to punch you in the fucking throat. He, he's going to make a gospel album, apparently. I was like, what? Nah, Snoop? his sound is a vibration. Keep, ch- keep chasing the money, my friend. I'm not mad at No, Sammy, don't eat meat. <laughs> Snoop could do whatever he wants. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? I'm looking through the news. Justin Timberlake dropped a new song, but I'm not going to talk about it. We can talk about what it What the fuck week. is that, Banjos over there? No, he dropped a new song with Chris Stapleton, so it's a country song. <sighs> I don't want to listen to it right now. Delete that shit. I'd rather listen to it when the Delete album that shit. I'm, uh, we're gonna listen. We're gonna talk about it next week. Shit. Uh, I think I that shit didn't come out this week. Yeah. Um. Shit. Girls, we'd have had a problem. R.I.P. Fredo Santana. Oh, R.I.P. Fredo Santana. Um. Don't still don't know exactly what the cause of it was because he was how many months sober or how many? He was sixty days sober. Sixty days um, sober, according to like who he contacted with briefly before. Um, he passed away, but R.P. Fredo Santana, um, Chicago MC, still, I don't think he had, like, the full wealth of his career had even, like, kicked off. He was 27 years old, um, which is, like, that year, isn't it? Literally, like, Kirk Kurt Cobain and, like, Amy Winehouse and all them genius-ass niggas died. You think it's a coincidence or just, like, really cool? No, that's a white die? person myth. Yeah. I'm sorry. White myths. Yeah, it's a white myth. White lies. Um, I remember Jealous featuring Kendrick Lamar, which yeah. is weird to say. It's been five years since that record. Like, 2003 was five years ago. That's so crazy. Um, 2003? 2013. 13. Whew, shit. I'm smacked. Um, no, I am smacked. <laughs> I'm not smacked. Um, I'm not smacked. I'm not smacked. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Let's look. I don't know. I'm this trying. nigga Timberlake look like Justin, Justin Timberlake look like Triple H right there. You got the little leather jacket. Um, I'm trying to see. Maroon Five has a song with a boogie with the hoodie. 
And I'm just and I slap a bitch. <laughs> That's the shit he say <laughs> over a really funky beat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta listen to it because I haven't actually listened to it. It's called Wait. It features a boogie with the hoodie. I'm surprised. I'm like, where did they find him? Where did it's like you know what? High bridge, nigga. <laughs> he was shooting CeeLo outside the peas. Ooh. Ooh. Did you say nigga? Hold up. Makeup, makeup. Nah, nigga, nigga. Okay. Just have to make sure. Adam oh. Levine might be out the, out of pocket with this one. Oh, yeah. We might have to punch him in his narrow-ass neck. <laughs> that nigga got the same neck as Denzel Crocker. <laughs> I'm trying to find a boogie. You know this nigga gonna be singing with a microphone with his eyes closed when he performed this on Jimmy Fallon with this nigga. <laughs> He's like, actually, I've always wanted to explore no, this side of music. In all white outfit, mad candles, and an acoustic guitar. That shit's not even, like, mic'd up or plugged in either. I've always wanted to explore this side of my creativity. That's a boogie with the hoodie. Uh, oh, some of my biggest influences are uh, Alanis Morissette <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Oh my You know, God. I really I really just wanted to do that, you know? You know, it's crazy. Yo, check out my rolling. Let's see. Yeah, word, word. Right. I got the paddock. Um this is great. Um this comes after Maroon 5 dropped that song with SZA. Uh-huh. Um that I liked. I liked what lovers do. It's pretty cool. Um and they got also a song with ASAP Rocky. Look at him. Look at that. And another song with Kendrick Lamar and, and another song with Future. It's like you With know, Future? Yeah, they have a song with Future. They really want black people to fuck with them. I I see what they're doing. You know, black people fuck with them originally. Yeah. I, and, and it's like now they're like forcing black people's hand apparently. And then they like distance themselves so far from black people. Yeah. I think moves like Jagger is like the whitest, funkiest. Yeah. Song ever you, that I kind yeah of that enjoyed. shit should have been written by the Doobie Brothers and played on the saxophone. Got the and shit. Like Jagger, like um, that shit was not meant to be like and like it, they made an electronic dance song basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's fucking weird. Had the soulful Christina Aguilera, she's Spanish, kind of. Yeah, she's Spanish. <laughs> but I don't know if I've never seen you with an empanada in your hand. I'd be doubting it. <laughs> I was like, nah, I never seen oh that. I've never seen her on the block with an empanada. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look for new releases today because it's kind of a short week. It's kind of a dead week. Nothing really dropped. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Payroll, Giovanni, and Cardo. I don't know who Payroll Giovanni is, but I listen. Well, to he might be on Cardo's payroll. Um. There you go. And Giovanni from Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Big Boss in Volume Two. So this has apparently happened more than once already. Um. You know, I gotta look up Payroll Giovanni. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect him. Uh-huh. But he's on Def Jam. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a it's completely produced by Cardo. Cardo got wings. West Coast feel. Harold Giovanni's from Detroit. That's crazy. Shout out to Detroit. Yeah, niggas be surprising me with who the fuck is from there. <laughs> Stay surprising me. I'd be like, oh, that nigga's from Detroit? That's crazy. T-Grizzly what they got Philly, up? right? Detroit? Damn. What the fuck? The- Man, I'd be like, in my head, I'm like, damn. What's up with Detroit? <laughs> Listen, they got Big Sean, they got Eminem, and Payroll Giovanni. 
just you know the, the trifecta the trifecta yeah. I had trifecta maybe I'll go back and listen to it um I'm trying to find what else came out this week um shit you wanna just go to the main event <clears throat> there, there's a new Lil John song with Offset and 2 Chains. that's not the main event <laughs> but click it oh oh it's like the synth is farting Burr, burr, burr. It's like the synth had Chipotle. <laughs> Wake up in the morning feeling live. Wow. God must be really on my side. Hey. Oh, that's for Lil John. Hold up. <laughs> Little John 316. <laughs> oh, oh my he's still god. still doing this. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. He's, he's, he was signed to Dimac for a long time. Like, uh, he's Steve Aoki's label. I can see this popping off in the summer. Or not. I don't know. I can see this popping off at Izu. At any sort of zoo. Anything that ends with a zoo. The word. At the Bronx <laughs> Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be like, hmm, it's a little money. <laughs> Upset. I hate all these claps, my nigga. Yo, I freaking hate it. That's the thing I hated about EDF. That's how to keep niggas on beat. <laughs> That's really what it is, ain't it? Keep these niggas on beat. Like, can you add some claps in there, nigga? I'm, I'm swerving all over this shit. <laughs> dancing, to, right, dancing to the words and shit. Yeah. That's how they can do the call-out thing where it's like, I want everyone to clap. And you just like... It's like and then they do it in the song. That's an offset. We're gonna get a plenty of offset. Shout to Two Chains. Never really fails on a track. It's never had a bad featured verse ever in like history. No, we'll find it one day. Yeah, I, I don't know. Everyone, go try to find it. Say you bad two chains verse. Yeah, worry. Um, but yeah, let's get to the main event because why are we even? You know, man, when he said "coop the color of mayonnaise," I felt that. I felt that. I shit. felt that. I felt. Shit. That shit. I felt that's know, a that's a clean ass coop. That's man. a clean coop, and that's all he wanted to say. When two chains beat it up like rampage. Listen, two chains third verse. Two chains. I guess it'll be his second verse. His second verse on No Lie, to me, just, like, speaks to me. Word. I forgot how it starts, but it's, it's just it's the Probably impact. one of the dead-ass rappers. Probably one of these pussy-ass niggas. Yeah, something like that. Shit. I wish I remembered it now. Oh, well. All right. Got your rent in my... What is it? Your rent in my swisher? Some shit like that. All right, so now we got to play. Now we got to play No Lie? It's a good verse. It's, it's a good, good song, word. period. It's a good song, period. Just all, all over. Like... Oh, there we go. Hold on. Mean nigga that want some and I'll wrap his ass, I'll trap his ass. Put his ass in a trashy bag. Take him out. <laughs> Them whole thing. Without a nose ring. One wife got a mistress and a girlfriend. Yo, this shit fucking slapped at that concert that he had mad years ago, when he, mad months ago when he was in a wheelchair. It fucking slapped. Mm. I lost my shit to this. Did he do Riot? I think, no, I don't remember. I don't think he did. Oh, that's crazy. I, I love Riot. Did. Uh, I think he did spend it. 
Mm, okay. I think he did spend it. Um, Similac. Um, <laughs> we have the main event, which is Culture 2 by Migos. Culture 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, culture 2, The Reculturing. Let's, uh, let's, let's, culture 2, Culture Let's fly back to one year ago. Literally one year ago, we were in the studio also um, reviewing culture, the original culture. Uh-huh. You know who was here while we were reviewing culture. Who? Um... The the host of dating in NYC, Jordan. Oh yeah, Jordan. Was yeah, there. Jordan was. Holy here. shit! Yeah, she was. It here. was literally a year today that we were here re- reviewing culture, culture by Amigos, and we were just like, "Yo, this is a great album. This is a great album. It just has all the tracks. Like everything is really, really good. Mm-hmm. It was fucking fire. There's so many singles on here. It was. You, you know, know what really set it all off was the visuals for T-shirt. t-shirt. I feel like that was the ro- the beginning of a rollout that was just going to be amazing. And because then- Bad and Bougie was a hit. Uh-huh. Like a, it was a hit nonstop. Like, but that could have been like a phenomenon. Though, uh, yeah. just a song. It could have been just a song that was just. It was mm. just that. It was just a moment. And then they dropped T-shirt, and everything sort of like, oh, they can do this again. Yeah, these niggas had chemistry. It was so brazy. And then the album dropped, and everyone's like, oh, they actually do this like twelve fucking times. Like Kelly Price, all ass, you know. What's the prize? Dead. Ooh, oh, straight out the dead. <laughs> you Ooh, niggas in oh. trouble. <laughs> um, so they did there, and then everyone was like, yo, Migos Mania. Katy Perry had them on the song. Yo, that shit was so crazy to me. That shit blew my mind. Like, every time I think about it, I'm just like, why does Katy Perry do this? I don't know. She takes all the things I love and ruin them. Quavo was on a very popular DJ Khaled record that also featured Justin Bieber and Lil Wayne at the same time. That's so bizarre. Um... Quavo was originally like Quavo was like remember how everyone thought Dean Ambrose was going to be the one in the shield it was who like, the oh, fuck thought that because he was in the middle all the time and he was the best speaker who the fuck thought that everyone thought that bro like really Roman Reigns was just a heavy like he was literally he just, was just a heavy. the heavy he was just the heavy <laughs> you call him a BBW yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like what are you saying he's the heavy <laughs> and then they started putting like First of all, I knew it was Seth Rollins from Jump. I was like, yo, he might be small, but it's like, it doesn't matter. But he was never in the middle. That nigga was never Beyonce. Yeah, he didn't have to be in the middle, nigga. He was Kelly Rowland. Nigga. You love Kelly Rowland, by the way. But, nigga, fuck that. What I'm saying is, (laughs) Seth Rollins, once I saw him just, like, just the shit he could do by himself in, like, singles competition, I was like, that's the nigga that's gonna be it. But he was never supposed to be the guy. Yeah, no, it was by mistake. It's, It's literally, like, yo, what? Literally, it's like... All right, CM Punk fucked up, then Daniel Bryan's dying. So, all right, we're going to put this nigga. This nigga's going to be... Nonetheless, what we're talking about is all three of them were talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three of them talented in a crazy way. Quavo started the year off, and everyone thought, damn, it's Quavo's year. Quavo's doing all this cool shit. Then Offset just came out of nowhere. With yeah. heat rock after heat rock after heat rock. 16 after 16. Heat rock? Heat rock. <laughs> heat rock. Met Gala. <laughs> um, fuck, what else was he on? He was on He was on this Cousin Stiz song, Offset. Headlock. He was, he was on Headlock. He was on all the locks. Or oh, was it Lambo? I no, I think it was I think it was um, Headlock? I think it was I Headlock. Put the headlock. He was on Ric Flair Drip, another great record. Um, yeah, he's been having a stellar year, but it's like no one talks about Takeoff. And Let's I, talk I about Takeoff now. I, I feel like he has good music. Like I feel like, feel like he's had good. Now. Where's this? Where's the featuring Takeoff? Oh, there isn't that many. Oh, there's a Takeoff song. Look, there's the a Takeoff solo Takeoff song here. It's like the Michelle dropping the gospel album. OG Parker, nigga. Um. 
So no one really talks about takeoff, but I feel like maybe takeoff time is coming. Oh, hang on, his Quavo shit. Repeating the word again. We'll talk about that, but nonetheless, they had an amazing year. Follow up. They were uh, by far, possibly the most popular rappers of 2017. Just from staying hot the entire year from top to bottom. And it's not like they had to release a lot of songs to do it. No. And they they, they dropped culture, they kept it with culture. Mm-hmm. They didn't do the thing where they follow up with a mixtape, because mm-hmm. usually that's their that's their thing. That's their they're gonna drop an album, they're gonna drop a mixtape. We dropped Young Rich Nation, now we dropping young rich niggas. Like we were watching, you know, all this other shit. It's it's happened in the past so many times. And then I think just with the success of culture, success it going platinum. Not just that, they're like like the Quay, like honestly, they're just keeping their names constantly in the conversation. But it's not like it doesn't feel like we're getting a lot of Migos music. Yeah, and even you know Offset now being in this thing with Cardi B, that that brings another level of the conversation to it. Now people know who Offset is, and people are just like, oh, you know, he's also someone that you know in Migos besides Quavo that that adds some sort of value, adds some you know. Yeah, I guess value to um, the entire thing. I was thinking of another word, and I had it on the tip of my tongue, and then I lost it. Um, but culture, too. They, they've they been talking about it since late last year. Um, we got the single Motorsport featuring Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. How do you feel about that song, like, now? Um, still don't like it. Uh-oh. But um, it sounds nice, especially when What's-Her-Face's verse comes in. Like, Nicki Minaj's verse, it sounds nice. Nicki Minaj, definitely kill that. Um... But I don't really, like, the song as a whole, I don't be feeling it. Second song that came out, I believe, was um, Stir Fry. Stir Fry, yes. Stir Fry is cool. It's like a little bob. Stir Fry I mean, is it's not, fucking... It's not super in pocket for them, so it's, like, really surprising for anyone else that's, like, heard Migos. You know what? I enjoyed the transition between CC and Stir Fry on this. I was just like, ooh, they set Stir Fry up amazing, like, on this shit. Like, what, um... I can't believe it's, like, was it a 10-year-old Pharrell beat? Yeah, that's so the wild. best Pharrell beats, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's the so best funny. Pharrell beats that aren't like also produced by Chad Hugo and other dude in Neptune. Other dude in Neptune. Um, and then now we finally have Culture Two, twenty four tracks. Let's talk about the cons of Culture Two because that's one of the major cons mm-hmm. of Culture Two is that twenty four motherfucking tracks and some of them songs. are five minutes long. Twenty four. Holy songs. shit. So the entire album clocks in about one hour and 45 minutes long, which is almost a two-hour album, um, which follows up, like, the two the, the umpteen-hour album that we got from Quality Control last month, which follows up on that other very long Chris Brown album. So clearly these artists are going in, they're doing these very long albums. Post Malone, um, believe it or not, had a very long album, had, a, like, a 21-track album, but he dropped it two years ago. Um it's a. This is sort of the style of how everything's going. Very long albums to take advantage no. of streaming and make sure no. your album goes platinum. I enjoy music. I also enjoy time. Right. <laughs> um, Stop. You have twenty four songs. So that that's pretty much one of the major cons of this album is that it's just entirely too long. Um, <laughs> All right, that fucking meme is too much. <laughs> that caption, this shit with the that shit, that shit. You're making a sound for like a meme. Yeah, because it is. That's uh, literally the sound. It's literally like three clicks and like a bunch of hand motions. Um, another comment for this album to me is the hooks. 
a lot of the hooks, some of the hooks are fucking terrible because it's just repetitive, like super repetitive. Easily. I think Quavo thought he was in pocket for everything. Yeah. So let, let's let's hear a song that was just pretty much. I want to hear Beast because Beast is one of those songs that just like the hook, obviously there was no thought that was put into it. Yeah. Um. You can't swag out everything. Sometimes you you do have to pick the words nice. Yeah. Cardi just posted a video of her singing this song. And I was just like, okay. She. Beastie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of that. So the hooks, there are a lot of hooks like this over this album. And when you come with a very long album like that, it becomes so repetitive. So at some points, like mind numbing mm-hmm. to the point where it's just like, damn, you really don't want to listen to me anymore. This becomes a more of a marathon than an actual sprint. The urgency by like track, maybe even like 10 has just completely gone because now you're listening to songs like Walk It, Talk It. Oh my fucking god, this shit? Yo, my nigga, I was like, I had gone away from my computer to go like make coffee in the morning while this was playing, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, yo, this is like really undistinguished ass Migos track till I hear fucking Drake's voice. This is actually a good track to remix because there's like a lot of pockets and spaces Mm -hmm. where there's absolutely no instrumental, it's just walk it like I talk it. That's the first part of the hook yep. Because it also says Walk it like I talk it, it, the, There's about two Hooks worth of hooks in this hook If that makes any sense It's too much It's too, too much. much real estate for words That could have been, I don't know, better chosen Um, So that's another problem The hooks are very uncreative And that's that's Another thing about keeping it short, because you you give, like, a good amount of content that's diverse, but you don't have to dig back and do something that you've done, like, a million fucking times. But then I also think there's, like, there's a quality to Quavo's hooks where, like, yeah, it's repetitive, but it fucking works. Yeah, it works because it's... It's like um I think it's his voice or just the way yeah, it's some said, voices the some way voices. it's said, the way it's delivered. And I talk so much about like even when I talk to like new rappers or just like up and coming rappers about the importance of delivery and the importance of our presence on a track. The, you can, he says walk it like I talk it a million times. He says she's a little beast like 12 times on that one hook and somehow he makes it work. Um but at the same time, it's also very, very repetitive. Um, another con, of, do we have any other cons from this album? Um, gosh. Well, one major con is just the songs aren't really that good. <laughs> yeah, everything on Culture One, like, it hits you, like, immediately, like, yo, this slaps. Yeah. These Even songs. Call casting, in a yeah. sense. It's yeah. just, like, it's cool. Um, but. Songs on culture too, like I think a lot of people hate emoji emoji a chain. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? They love some McFlurries, nigga. Them niggas love McFlurries. 
That's crazy because the, uh, they probably never had one because the ice cream machine's always broken. Make emoji a chain. Ice out the gang. Make emoji a chain. Put protect up to change the weather. This shit is turning to rain. Watch, they about to have a hundred emoji chains. Listen, emojis are emojis are what's popping now. So Migos knows yeah. what the kids like. Um, make an emoji a chain. And how many emoji chains are you probably going to see? I don't even want to keep counting. I'd be miserable seeing that shit. Um, <laughs> some of the songs just, yeah, just aren't good. I don't think emoji a chain is real. I think um, Superstars, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, it's pretty good. Superstar, you like Superstars? Yeah, Superstars is cool. I didn't fuck with Superstars. Do, 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 do. Was it Zaytoven? You know, it's got the kind of melody that makes me feel like A Boogie with the hoodie gonna be on the remix. They should have put him on the song, but they probably don't fuck with him heavy. Yeah, Honorable C note. He's always just. His track's so groovy. Uh, uh. Oh, BBO? So this was. Uh, you know what's funny? It. It, the same thing kind of happened with me and Culture One, where it's like it starts off super strong, and then everything's like, okay, we're gonna like give you. Well, all right, kinda... they had this track on Narcos. I don't really like Narcos. Nah, I like that shit. Like down to the fucking beat, I was like, yo, this is this is kind of tough. This is this is an aesthetic. Damn, you in the jungle, baby. Chop trees with the Draco, nigga. Do you know how hard it is to chop trees with a gun, nigga? Yes. <laughs> Incredibly. <laughs> Incredibly. Quavo making things, making the unbelievable believable. Believable, believable. Um, yes, absolutely. Fuck, where's that song with the sax in it? There's a song with a saxophone in it. Oh, hold on. Let me see the names of the tracks. Was it Work Hard? I think it's Work Hard. I think so. It's either that or it's somewhere here. Yeah, but I don't think maybe it's, it's a two chains track. No, it's not this. There we go. Yeah, it's a two chains song. Bro. That unnecessary saxophone that's nah, just there, you know what but it it's sexy anyway. No, you know, there's certain instruments that like they hit the same frequency as like the human voice. Hmm. And it's just like it's a frequency that very re- much resonates with the human ear, so it's just very good to hear it. I think it's because Quavo sometimes sounds like a saxophone. <laughs> no, that's true. I can't wait. I can't wait to have my own auto tune setting for life. Quavo, Quavo sax, huncho, 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 Quavo, huncho, huncho jack. <laughs> like <laughs> those are the settings. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the songs just aren't that good. I mean, yeah. a, a bulk of these songs aren't that good. They could have literally cut half of this album. Um, I don't even think on White Sand like Migos are on this song. Um, I mean, I think Quavo is, but Travis Scott, Tyler Dolla Sign, and Big Sean, and it's a three minute twenty three second song. That doesn't leave you know spots for a lot of Migos sixteens, but. A lot of these tracks are long because all of them have double verses. All of them have 16s. Mm-hmm. A number of these tracks are over four minutes long. That's so frustrating. Like, why are you making this shit so long? They, some songs could just have two fucking verses, literally. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the pros of this album. Let's talk about the good things that we got from this album. Um, all of them are here and they're all being... Not in jail? 
Yeah, they're all kind of just doing their own thing. No, it's just like it's like you hear different flows from them, but on the on other songs they'll have the same flows. And it's a lot of good wordplay and verses from like Offset and Takeoff. Quavo, you've got to give up the hooks. You don't have to do the I hooks feel all like, time. Um, <laughs> you know what? I liked that they. I think there's some solo tracks on here. There's some songs that don't feature everybody on it. Uh-huh. And they give other people like there's a there's a track where like takeoff has like the first two verses I forgot which track it is, um, there's just way too much shit on here, um, but there's a track where Quavo has like the the takeoff has like the first two verses and then there's like a track where like Offset bodies it and then there's like the obvious Quavo song which is just like hey it's Quavo, um, don't you love Quavo? Um, <laughs> Quavius Marshall, open it up. This is literally like the song from Culture. I think Quavo didn't remember he reported dead. Yo! (laughs) It's like... like, I hate when I hear... (laughs) No. Ah. Ooh. (laughs) I heard it in a dream once. Nigga, it was a recording. You recorded it, nigga. (laughs) No, no. Couldn't have been me. I heard it. It came to me in a dream. It came to me in a dream last year, bro. Like, no, no. Ah, oof. Open it up. Stop smoking that shit, nigga. In fact, pass that shit. I like the feel of the song, though. I just like the... No, I don't like... The weight of it. I just feel like it has, like, a weight to it. He's only because he's saying it with such emphasis. Produced by Travis Scott and Cardo. Yeah. Let's talk about the production. The production, we have production on this album because I... From all the niggas that have been fucking with them since either day one or the niggas that are just very popping. We have Metro Boomin on here. Quavo. Quavo produces a song. Um, We have Autopilot, which is Huncho on the... A.K.A. Huncho on the beat because, you know... Quavo produces a song. Let's, you know, let's listen to Autopilot a little bit. Um, oh, I think I hated this one the most. And it's not even about the beat. The beat's not that bad. Let's see. Um, Buddha Bless, DJ for mm-hmm. DJ Darrell, Honorable mm-hmm. C Note, OG Parker, Metro Boomin, Pharrell, Zaytoven, Murder Beats, Wheezy. Apparently, Ty Dollar Sign as well. Uh huh. Um, Cardo, Q Beats, Dundeal, FKI. Obviously, the Post Malone one. Um, Cassius J, Ricky Rax, 808 Gods, Figures mm-hmm. Made It. So just a whole. I love Cassius J. What do you? What's what about Cassius J? Because I haven't. I'm not familiar with Cassius J. He made um Life of uh, you know that hot boy track for um Bankroll Fresh. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. Um, easily a favorite for me, Stir Fry. Of course. You know I'm gonna go from CC and I'm gonna go at the end because it's a great transition. I thought it was a transition. What? Maybe I was high. I'm not high. What do I keep saying? That's not saying you're high, nigga. I'm not high. 
There was this, there was some transition between like stir fry and another. Song. Nah, nigga, you dreamt that shit. You I dreamt that shit did. like Quavo. <laughs> like, ooh. ooh, yeah, count up the days. This is lit. Ooh, <laughs> ooh this this mim- this like two seconds of silence before this fucking dead <laughs> drops into the other track. Absolutely ooh, heat. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Stir fry is my favorite song on here. Just off rip because I've been on the Cause stir. Because it, it has those little those little ad libs and melodies within it. I feel like this is Migos at their most creative. Yeah. Because this is so far from what they do, and they still manage to kill it. Mm-hmm. You still get the melodies by Quavo. You still get the. I bars. can't wait till the video is like a Soul Train line. So apparently, there this is the theme for all NBA All Star Weekend. So there's an NBA All-Star video, probably a few ba- basketball players, and then there's like the non-All-Star one. Oh my god. Which probably I just can't wait to watch them. fucking... <laughs> like Russell Westbrook hit the folks to this. Listen, Surf is amazing. I don't care who doesn't like it. I keep saying that, but people do like it. But they, you Yeah, know, people do like it. Um, Too much jewelry. Too much jewelry. Jewelry. Oh, this is actually a, a tribute to Gucci. Like, look it up. Too much jewelry. Too much jewelry. Yeah. Um, did you like the song? I feel like yeah, I feel like don't. it's really cool. I feel like it's cool. I feel like I like the vibe. This is a ode to hood classic Gucci Man jewelry mm-hmm. produced by Zaytoven. And this is also produced by Zaytoven. Look at that synergy. Atlanta synergy. Listen, paying homage. Listen, no one, you know, no one's, no one's sampling Soul Survivor or and then what, you know? That was kind of and then what? Um, I like BBO. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That shit is. I feel like Twenty One Savage has the most like has a voice that stands out. It's like it stands out, but it's like the most non-offensive rap voice ever. So it just kind of blends with fucking everything. Yeah. He can be on a track with Cardi. He can be on a track with Post Malone. He can be on a track with Migos. He could be on a track with wh- whoever the fuck else he's on a track on. Mm. Offset or, you know, Metro Boomin or whatever. Like, he just... His lack of presence is a presence. Mm. He's like the void. Yeah. He's like the void. Like, he just fits anywhere. Mm. And, like, I don't know. BBO, Bad Bitches Only... BBO sounds mad funny because BO is just bad, uh, bad, bad odor. Bad odor, so like body bad odor. odor. <laughs> what? Very bad. Very right. bad. Um, any other songs that we like on here? Gang, gang. Oh yes, it's, it's neat. This was a nice change of pace. Yeah, it was a nice little change of pace. I was like, "Ooh, sing to them, nigga." I was like, "Okay, all right." Sing to them, wow. Ooh. Making whale noises. It's like some old Timbaland shit. Nah, this Indian is flute shit. This is like some nigga sampled emoji and heap or some shit. <laughs> mm, what you say? This reminds me of like that song near the end of Honcho Jack. I forget what it was. This is gonna be at the end of the fucking remake of Lion King. <laughs> nah, he's gonna be playing at the credits for uh, Black Panther. <laughs> Cause I'll be ripping gang gang. Yeah, they're gonna be in like that Shiki's dancing at a wedding and shit. <laughs> and he's gonna be playing this shit. Oh my god. Niggas doing the Shoki and shit. Oh my god. Notice me, Post Malone. 
No, that's exactly what I saw. Once I saw the title of the song and Post Malone's name next to it, I was like, no. You know, this song isn't that bad. It isn't, but I said no. And you're whopping me. This song is going to be a single. Yeah, no. And I knew they wanted White Sand to be a single, but I was like, it. No, White Sand is too, like. DJ Khaled could have had that. And even if it was on the DJ Khaled album, it would have been like a. Just a just an album filler track. Uh-huh. I feel like the artists don't put that much star power on a track without the intention of it being a single. Hmm. So I feel like they wanted that to be a single, but then they looked at the final project and they're like, probably not gonna make this a single. Nah. No, nah, we're not gonna do that. But overall, you know, there's some great there's some great stuff on there. Culture two mm-hmm. is not completely a wash, but it's like mostly like like half of it, I'd say like half of it we didn't need. Mm-hmm. Um, culture one point five. Culture, yeah. I feel like you know. I feel like this didn't even need to be the sequel to Culture. I don't know. I'm I'm patiently waiting next year for Culture three. Culture three, easily. Culture three, Culture's Revenge. Culture three, um, yeah. Takeoffs. <laughs> Takeoffs Revenge. Takeoffs moment. This is where Takeoff shines. I'd say his solo album is going to be 3-2-1 Takeoff. That's the name of the album. <laughs> nah, it's going to be called Lifted. Uh, Lifted. And it's going to be a gospel album. Damn. Takeoff gospel. I fuck with it. I fuck with the vision. Um, <laughs> yeah, this album is very long. Um, long as shit. I'd be surprised if anyone continues to just like listen to this straight through. What I'm going to do is, obviously, take the tracks I like and keep them. Yeah, so stir fry, stir fry, and stir fry. And then the tracks I don't like. I'm going to not listen to them. The, yeah, like the other 23. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of the MO with this. But if I had to rate this, if we had to rate this album, we haven't rated an album. In a oh, my time. God. I, I stopped doing that. Um, but um, cause I feel like it doesn't have any meaning. Cause how someone... many hunchos out of Jack? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know, nigga. I was like, yo, that's like how many Mollies out of Percocet? <laughs> Those aren't divisible. He's like, no, There's the, no common denominator. The units are not the same. Yeah, nigga. What kind of improper fraction is that? How I don't many, know. That shit will fuck you how up. How many hunchos out of five you giving this? How many hunchos? Is that, what is that? Like a bunch of smiling oh, Quavo faces? One hunchos, two hunchos, three hunchos. A bunch of smiling. They look like a little bunch of smiling Quavo faces. Yes, yes. Um, that's, that's our rating thing. How many hunchos we giving this? <laughs> I give it... One big auto-tuned yeah out of five. I don't know. <laughs> like, what the fuck you want me to say, bro? Um, I'm giving this probably... I get us three hunchos out of five. Three hunchos out of five? Three hunchos. I think it's... A, yeah. It's a, there's good shit on here. It's just not really that good. It's a, It's not It's not culture two, mm. but we, I think we've established at this point it probably doesn't have to be considering they're fucking huge now. Yeah. Um, So th- this is going to sell... I think this is probably going to sell over two hundred thousand its first week. I think I expect big week, big first week numbers. Like in the physicals? No, with streams. Oh, in the streams? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel with like they're streams. getting the streams crazy because like they're it, just like one of the most popular hip acts, hip hop acts right now. Yeah, I think they're just going to hip hop apotamus do numbers out the gate. You know what? That's the name of Quavo's debut album. It'll be called Hip Hop Apotamus. Hip Hop Apotamus. Yeah. Damn, the learning album. Yeah, <laughs> a journey. It's, it's gonna be a first, a first track. Speak and spell. Um, yeah, I speak and spell. <laughs> I don't speak so well. <laughs> speak it. Um, it's a. It doesn't need to be. The song is. This is gonna be popping. They're gonna have one really, really good single from it, 
If I had to choose, it's either going to be... I don't think it's going to be bad bitches. I mean, it might be bad bitches only. Mm. Um, but they have to clean that up. Um, I don't think it's going to be... Just, that's my, my, the reason why it's like on this album as BBBO. BBO, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be Walk It Talk It. Yeah. Um, because Drake is not doing the video. <laughs> um, Drake will do the feature, but he won't do the video? Yeah, he'll do the feature. That's That's his... That's what, what a, he did with WizKid. That's what, what he did bicho. with Fetty Wap. What a bicho. Um, I think the... I mean, I feel like pop radio might gravitate towards Notice Me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what's the big single from here. These are all kind of like midi, mid-tracks, but God bless Stir Fry. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get Stir Fry to top 10 on 106 and Park. Um, they brought that shit back? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, they brought that shit back. How am I not on 106 and Park, nigga? Yeah, um... Yo, in fact, if y'all bring it back, 106 in Park, we want to be on it. Uh, you gotta let me smoke a blunt on on like live that's television. Just a bad idea. What us on us on 106? No, to bring back 106 in Park. Nah, I feel like it's a good idea. Why? What are we making 106 in Park different? How? More WAP. More WAP. More WAP. More WAP. More everything. Let's bring back, you know, two belts in the basement. You know. Get rid of the tigger. <laughs> rap, rap titty. Titty, yeah. titty. <laughs> we just I was the- like, yo, how is it? How does it sound like titty? <laughs> and they were like, yo, big tigger freestyle. I was like, we're not freestyling, nigga. So just get in the booth. Like, <laughs> we're not freestyling. We're not freestyling. I was like, niggas, just, what? Do you think niggas freestyle anymore? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you think niggas, why? Um, why would niggas need to freestyle? You could, you could just write a good song. <laughs> so that's been this week in music. There's been a lot of culture. Uh-huh. A lot of culture, too. A lot of culture talk. A lot of culture shifting. A lot of culture. Mm-hmm. Yo, culture. Oh, you didn't talk about um, Erica Badu. Oh, we didn't. Oh, shit. So, um, so... I think Carlos wants to drop a, a, a learning I, lesson for I, everybody. Yeah, else. I want y'all to learn something about, like, the things that people say. Let me, let me, and, let me preface this first. So, Erica Badu had an interview with, um... Is this Vulture? I think it's. I think he had a. Yeah. Why would I have an interview with a uh, fucking anything called Vulture, nigga? It Vulture is... devouring culture is what their tagline is. So. Wow, uh, that's terrible. But in, go on. In conversation with Erica Badu, where she had some comments about Hitler. I don't mm-hmm. know how they got there, but she hit the blunt. That's why. You know, Hitler. Hmm. So you I know. Feel away. She says, "I saw something good in Hitler," which uh-huh. the interviewer says, "Come again." Yeah, I did. Hitler was a wonderful painter, in which they go back and forth about the validity of how we're empathizing Hitler as uh-huh. opposed to him, you know, due to, you know, obviously he's fucking Hitler. I don't really need yeah. to go down his track record. The nigga yeah. did terrible things to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But the, she says that she sees the good in him, or uh-huh. at least there is good in him, and uh-huh. that just sort of maybe society is what sort of fucked him up or something along those lines. But there is good in him. There's good in everybody. She says she's kind of like, that's that's kind of the way she is. That's how she kind of operates. Mm-hmm. Um, in which the interview is just like, wow. Which Remember, is, you know you're talking about Hitler, right? Which is sweet. But it's like, we as like, especially as Americans and people that learn American history, we think about him as the wildest nigga of all time. Listen, but Hitler is still pretty wild. I'm not gonna, I'm nah, not gonna, bro. Have you, you ever heard the story of King Leopold? Who went to Africa and not only involved was involved in like the mass migration of millions of and displacement of millions of Africans, but also slaughtered and killed all like a whole bunch of them. I think they're both terrible. I think they're both <laughs> terrible. We both group them in the same terrible sort but of. But why is it that you hear more about Hitler than you hear about Leopold? Um, because we don't care about world history until it affects us. Because sure. we're a selfish nation of fucking ingrates. Ooh, um, drop that. Yes. Yes. But that's Spice. the kind of shit that gets me aggy. But um. 
The thing about this is, is Erica Badu said something that like, I, yeah, I'm sure y'all niggas fuck with Jesus. Sure. I'm sure y'all niggas fuck with like Buddha. Sure. Those are niggas that would have said the same shit. And I do, by the way. I'm not saying sure. Just <laughs> wait. I, I do fuck with Jesus. If, oh, I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form. Um, but go on. But what I'm saying is, he would have said the same shit. He would have, like, what it, What was his whole, his whole philosophy was turn the other cheek. If a nigga, all right, this nigga's a bad person, but he's still a person. That's still someone's baby. My God. Um, you know what? Let's end there. I think we, we've, uh, mm-hmm. you've hit something special with this one. Yeah, okay. Um. It's like when you put your thumb in her butt. <clears throat> what is that? What is that? The, cl- like the thumb and then, like, the finger? Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about like if she's in front. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. So you put the thumb, thumb. the thumb, um. because you're already in right the other one. Oh. So you don't have to do the whole bowling ball maneuver. Oh, feel okay. me? I thought you were doing a bowling ball thing. Oh right. no no no! That's not necessary because it's like. And then trying to touch both fingers, the tips. Like, oh, oh, the no, shocker! There's flesh. <laughs> um, oh, nonetheless, we ended a weird rate. Um, check us out this week. We'll be on. No, don't tell them. No, we'll be on forecast. Oh, yeah. We'll be on forecast. We'll be on forecast this week. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Rob, Steve, and Nelson. We were on forecast this week. It's a pretty good long Shout out episode. to Nelson's crib. It was very nice. It was very pleasant. Those sexy crib. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, a sexy pad, my guy. Um, word, 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 word. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to your new cat. You're going you're gonna to learn stuff about us that you probably never learned about before. Nah, if you listen to the show enough, I feel like you know nah, I f- that. I said I- some shit that I never said on this show. Really? Like, I said some shit. I'm not going to spoil it now because then you probably won't go listen to the oh. podcast. But I said some shit I probably never said on this show. Oh, I was while smacked in the crib. So, <laughs> yeah. so I said some shit. Um, we talked about a lot of different subjects just off cuff. Um, it's about, like, it should be it's definitely over an hour. So Word. please listen to that. We're on the forecast this week. Um, two belts podcast as well, um, and who knows? Maybe we might be popping up in another podcast. Yeah, we're in Matthew McContente. Um, listen to the A Show every Thursday; it drops. Uh-huh. Um, you know, listen to this shit every Sunday; it drops. And you know, just share, subscribe, like, support the vision, support everything, support us like the dream supported me throughout my entire career. Fuck with me like Erica Badu fucks with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find that? All right. <laughs> They're dark recesses of my mind, sadly. All right, we're out. We'll be back uh, next week with Justin Timberlake. I really want to meet her, too, because I feel like I'm the only person that understands. Like, if, I feel like I don't I don't fuck with her, like, on an artist level, but I understand her. You think I she mean, would hate you? Nah, I think she'd be like, just be quiet, You're little so... boy. You're such a light-skinned nigga. You're such a light-skinned motherfucker. Like, she did Tamara, she'd be like, just be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>